you so much to this terrific first group of candidates for public advocate. Give them a round of applause. I'm Alan Winston, a co-host of the podcast Bar Crawl Radio. Rafael Espinal, a 30-something New York City council member from Brooklyn, had been on our show a couple of times, and each time he was a delightful interview. We invited Rafael to join us again when we found out he was running for the city advocate position. You can check out BCR number 30 for that show. He promised us at the time that if he won, he would return to the podcast for a follow-up. So, of course, Becky and I immediately became Espinal cheerleaders. And anyway, he's a good guy with great ideas. So we wanted to keep tabs on how he was doing. And I caught up with Raphael at the Educational Alliance Meet the Candidates event at the Manny Center. When I got there, the room was filled, and Raphael's group of city advocate candidates was just finishing up. Uh, you see, at the time, there were over 20 running for the position, and so they had to be presented in parcels. Raphael immediately started working the crowd. Hey, how you how doing? You doing? Good, Good to see you. How'd it go? It went really great. I think I was able to get all of my points across. I got a really positive, warm reception to my ideas. And this is what the race is about. So who's going to put forward ideas that's going to move our city forward? Rafael Espinal, thank you. Big crowd thank here. You. Yes. All right, I'm going to follow you over to the green room. Okay, great. Here we go. Yeah. No, I came in late. I wanted to catch it. It's a long way from the Upper West Side. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, I know. So what are you going to next? I'm, I'm just following you. Oh, really? Yeah, because okay. I wanted to add on to what we had talked about. Oh, nice, nice, nice. So really we'd have like a nice, complete yeah, yeah. feel so of what you're doing here. Really cool. Where do you go? Where do you go next? What is the next uh, oh, big so event? Ne next thing, uh, Ilana Glazier, the comedian slash actress of uh, Broad City, is actually doing uh, some uh, a panel with two or three of us to talk about the public advocate seats and what it does and educate young people about the importance of it. Right. So it should be fun. Um, right. We're gonna go do that uh, a few blocks away from here. You go. You're going there now. Um, I think we have to be there. Yeah, we have to be there soon. But all right, I'm gonna follow you then. Are we going? Are we going down? Let's go. other panel? It's at the green space. At the green space. Oh, at the green, the famous green space. You don't mind if I tag along? Brian Lehrer's green space. Oh, Maybe they'll let you space. in. I could even get my own friends in. All right, well. Because I didn't buy tickets, so hopefully I'll get you in. Uh, okay, maybe I'll I get, was, in, I was like, get in his press or I was, something. I was, yeah, maybe we'll get you in his press. I'm not sure if I can get in. No, you can't. <laughs> I was trying to get like my own people, like my whole family to come with me. Yeah, you want to show <laughs> off. They were like, no. <laughs> Yeah, let's go grab a beer. Yeah, well, get parts is too far away. <laughs> you you're all on the campaign committee? Or the uh Right. Uh, I met Robin. Yes. Who is not here, I guess. No, Robin. You guys had a long day, huh? Yeah. From BOE to here. All public advocate all the time. Yeah. No, it's raising, raining. It's a nice oh, night because it's yeah. not serious. Sure is raining, raining. I guess we gotta like uh, figure out where we're going next. Yeah, I think that was the best I've ever seen. It. Thanks for making. Oh, yeah, his voice looking good. What's going on? Yeah. How far can we walk to the green space or not? Uh, no. Uh, it's 30 minutes. 20 minute train ride. 30 minute walk. Uh, what, what train do we take? F. And then walk or after. All right, let's have a beer together. Let's do it. Or, or do you want to get into like the other thing? Try to get. No, into no, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm sticking with you. Okay. All right. So might no. as well come. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm doing a color story on Raphael. So. Okay. Which way is the train? This way. Train is. I think the train is. So gonna go. Wait. Is that way? The F train. So this running for a big office, it doesn't seem to be so glamorous. It's not as glamorous as it seems on TV, you know? Yeah. And it's not as hard either. Not as hard. It's taxing. Yeah. Because, like, you you know, you see on TV, oh, my God, you have to have these big, bold, life-changing policies, and you must have this and all this money. But there's, I think there's two things that go with that. And New York City has a great matching program. 
You're able right. to raise money from everyday New Yorkers. By the way, I made a contribution. Oh, thank you, man. I appreciate yeah. that. Super. A thousand, hundred thousand dollars. Wow. Not ten dollars. Wow. Ten dollars times uh, a thousand. No, yeah. times uh, ten thousand. <laughs> um, uh, and because it makes the system makes it easy, right? So I don't have to raise a million dollars. I just right. have to raise, you know, hundred thousand, which of course is still difficult, but it gets enough to like be able to run a citywide campaign. And, and you take the subway to go from event to event. Exactly. You take the subway, you save some money, um, and you just get around, you know? And just as long as you feel confident in what you have to say and, and how you feel the city should, should be responding to our issues, I think that's, that's all it really is. That's, that's the magic sauce. Of course, there's anxiety that comes with it. Um, but I think that goes away after, you, after you're stumbling for, after a few nights of stumbling, you know? Right. You, well, you've been at this now for two, three weeks. Yeah, uh, no, actually two months. Oh, two months, yeah, okay. Yeah, but it really started, yeah, about three weeks ago. But I got the sense when we were talking at Gephardt's that you were trying out your your language, I what was. you want to say. And, I was. And so as it formed up, you're pretty clear on your yeah. messages and the wording. and. I guess, you know, um, I, I think it helps to prep with, with people. Um, I haven't prepped yeah. uh, the entire campaign. I prepped today for the first time. Right. In the past month. And uh, it just really helped me when I got up there to kind of know the answers to all the questions because I've been thinking about them in a real way. Right over there. Yeah, I've been challenged. I, I taught public speaking for a while and I know the preparation is important. Let's go this. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm one of those guys that's like, I got this. You no, know? yeah, but you don't. Give me the baseball bat. I'm going to hit a home run. Right. <laughs> when you get up there, you start realizing. i got to practice. Yeah, i got to practice. I've never been to the green space. I guess it's, it's up, me, right? Me either. I just hear Brian Lehrer. Yeah, Brian Lehrer. He's, Lehrer. He's yeah. always at the green space. Oh, he sounds so cool. Right. I'm at the green space. Right. Come watch us at the green space. So are people starting to recognize you at all? Yeah, you know what? I, I would say that um, I've been walking around, of course, out of my district. And, you know, it's, it's surprising and it's also heartening to see that folks are beginning to recognize me a little more or, or understand the work I'm doing. And usually when they see me, it's more like, I love what you're about. We want to support you. And they, you know, they, 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 the people who speak to you know what you're about. Yeah, exactly. So they're, they're very informed voters out there. Wow. They're doing their homework. Wow. Which is good. Well, wow. uh, you know, and I recently found out that um, up until now, it was the only candidate with actual real, real green platform, how to make New York City greener. Right. So I think that helped me gain a lot of support, a lot of votes from people who are looking for a green candidate. You know, and when it comes to nightlife, when it comes to nightlife, I'm like, I'm like the only candidate that actually on my palm card has a, a line of how we're going to su continue supporting nightlife. And I had this college student from Columbia pull me aside. And he goes, wait a minute, you're that guy. You're the guy that, that, that's saving DIY spaces. I'm like, yeah, that's me. And he was like, I saw you on TV when you were doing this. Wow. So it's, 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 it's good to see that there are these voters who probably normally wouldn't be part of the process yeah. who are getting excited about the issues. Yeah, yeah. I think that's yeah. what, that's do, what do, I wanted to do. Do you have anyone that's polling, like knows where the vote's no, going? We no, don't, we don't know. I mean, we that must know. cost money to do that. It does cost a lot of money to poll uh, and to get like an, uh, try to get like a, an effective poll, right? Yeah. Um, you would think, you know, in November you had 1.2 million people voting. In September you had about 800,000 people voting. Uh, but a few years, hey, good to see you. How's it going? Um, just a few years before that, we had like record low numbers of voters. So it's tricky. Yeah, there's not going to be many people voting on February 22nd. They're, they're not. They're not. And I think it's a matter of who's going who's gonna to be able to wake people up. Right. And I noticed you were you were going around and you know yeah. shaking the hands and kissing the babies. It weren't any babies, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, I didn't see the other candidates doing that. Yeah, I mean, in my mind, it's game time. We have we have four weeks left. I have to unapologetically shake everyone's hands. What I'm trying to muster up the courage to do is get on the train and be like, it's showtime. And shake every hand of every person sitting down. How do you do that? I, I mean, know. It's hard. I mean, yeah, it's really but hard. But that's what we should be doing, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Well, let's see you do it. We're going on the train. Oh, you know. <laughs> I don't think I'm there yet. I don't blame them. Everyone's so, you know, upset about. Oh, wrong, uh, oh, wrong oh, train. Oh, the wrong show. Oh, here we go. 
almost shook the wrong hands. <laughs> <laughs> They're all New Yorkers. You know, if I had palm cards, I would definitely, I would definitely yeah. with you on tow. With you me until you know, yeah. I'll become part of your campaign, yeah, right? Yeah, with the microphone. It makes right. me look legit. <laughs> well, you are legit. You're absolutely yeah. legit. It's like you There's a psychology behind it though. Like if I stand in a corner with no cameras, no one talks to me, but if there's a camera next to me, they're all like, Oh, okay, then they start recognizing. Right, the camera becomes kind of a prop. Right. You know and they look at you they stop to look at your face. Who is that? And then they, then people who recognize you go, Oh man, that's rough. Yeah, it's kind stuff. of yeah, it's kind of amazing. Yeah, amazing. I mean when we do the the, the Bar Crow radio part of the, the whole mixer thing I could do it simpler but part right. it's a prop right 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 you right. know it looks like a radio station it does it really does so it, it props are important they are right I guess they are I mean right. they make you feel like you're doing something um, legitimate and yeah. real you know you, you know it's like it's it, psychology it's psychology it's it's I mean here you're standing here we're in yeah. the East Broadway station the right. F line you know and you have your campaign assistant who um, is my executive right-hand person. Sure. <laughs> sure. Working with comms, all that good yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, making sure he gets to places on time. <laughs> oh, so, so that's your main job, just to make sure he gets... Yeah, and then I assist our communications director with all the other with uh, stuff. With Robin. With Robin, exactly. Which, who, I, yes. who I met. What is your name? Lauren. Lauren, yeah. okay. Well, I, what I what finds crazy is that the New York City public advocate is a powerful position right. in the city. And it's a stepping stone to potentially Mayor, blah 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 else, right? you know wherever i mean it's a big it's a big and here you are standing here <laughs> four weeks no 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 three weeks maybe away, three and a half weeks away from becoming that person right very possibly you could become that person hopefully it's possible and yeah i mean you're hoping of course yeah. you know if it doesn't then this is like a stepping stone to something else right, you're not right. getting out of politics right. but it's so weird here we are and it's like yeah. You got your button on, <laughs> got your campaign manager here, mm -hmm. and you're nervous about going and talking to people. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I mean, I'm still a human being, you know? <laughs> I know. But I've always been an introvert my entire life. Yeah. So I'm super shy. Um, I mean, I'm, I do very well around extroverts. Um, but um, so, like, for me, for, you to, for me to just come out and, like, shake someone's hand, in my mind, I'm thinking, they're probably tired, they're probably grumpy, they probably don't want to be bothered. Uh, maybe I shouldn't go talk to them. Yeah. You know, this is what it is. And I yeah. kind of see the human aspect of it, and I don't want to bother anyone. Well, yeah, you because know? you don't want a Rafael Espinal to come up to you and right, say, right. hey, like, come on, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm tired, leave me alone. Leave right, like, it's been a so long maybe day. if I had, like, I should bring lit next time and, like, just hand it to people. That without, is so without interesting. Without talking to them. That is so interesting. <laughs> Here you are running for this major office, and you're thinking, maybe I should hand out pamphlets yeah right you know maybe you know, the, the mayor once at one point in his life i'm sure gave pamphlets i'm sure himself. he did and hung out on the street corner right and he I suppose he, rides, no. he rides the subway right mm, yeah it's questionable oh, okay a lot, a lot of stories about him going he says to the gym he does in his suv <laughs> <laughs> his government uh yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, supported suv yeah yeah, yeah but it's, it's fun it's been a fun ride so um, it is fun it is fun it's fun especially when you have a good team and you feel good around the people you're working with right you know? And they're keeping you on track. And Keep you on track. Right. You know, good personalities. Uh, we all want to win, so right. it kind of helps. Do, do they? Do, do do your people? And they they seem all very young. <laughs> Excuse me, but Lorraine, you're you're pretty young. You're young too. Um, do they come up with like lines for you or? Yeah, it's you, been a collaborative you to, process. You need to say it this way rather than that way. Yeah, I mean, I I came I came with like the meat of, of what I wanted to run on and right you on. got you got but the they, policy they helped me fine-tune them like, what, right. what are the zingers you know right what are the one-liners like how like, do you rephrase what you're gonna say like we were talking about what you're gonna name your party yeah <laughs> okay. that was fun that was fun um, well you know what you're gonna name your party like you know we, we think about those things right so the like, pizza party I like that one the pizza party was cool yeah <laughs> I should have used that one the all-night party all-night party <laughs> right the house party yeah. Well, the one we came with, let's have a party party. Yeah, the let's have a party party. I like that. I like that. Yeah. So this is it, the glamorous life. All right, I see some people are kind of looking over here because you have you're the interview because I have the microphone. Yeah, exactly. Otherwise, they wouldn't pay any attention to you at all. <laughs> they wouldn't look at me at all. <laughs> I should um, start having like a photographer just walk around. Yeah, yeah, Lorraine, yeah. <laughs> Put on a press pass. <laughs> there you go. It is incognito. How you doing? See, you have a pamphlet. I don't know. Say, how are you doing? Here's my pamphlet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this next event is gonna be huge. I feel for me. 
Uh, the one where you, your one you're going to yeah, now. Yeah, uh, you know, uh, the, the host has a huge following, especially a huge millennial following. So how are you feeling? Very nervous. Um, I think Am my, I bothering you because... No, no, no. Okay. My, my previous performance, I think, has given me the confidence I need walking into this one. So you pre-gamed? Pre-gamed. Yep. Yep. Are you have time for a beer? <laughs> I'm going to have time for a beer, I think. All right. right? I, yeah, I need one. For the nerves. 30 minute break. 30 minute break. All right. Okay. Um, I always go for a good IPA. A good IPA, there you go. Yeah. You sip it slow, you know? It's yeah. good. It's good. Um, so, yeah, so, I mean, this person has a huge millennial following, like in the millions. Well, who else is going to be there? Well, it's, it's uh, two other candidates. Um, there's another candidate who's trying to appeal to the same base that, that I'm working towards. So I think it's Who's be, that? Uh, her, I'd rather not say her name. Okay. <laughs> She's one of the younger candidates in the race. Got it. Um, but it's going to be, it's gonna be an interesting opportunity for us to kind of see who's going to appeal more. That right, she's about your age. Yeah, yeah, she's right. my age. Yeah. Okay. So it's gonna be interesting. So I think that's where a lot of the pressure's coming from. Making sure I'm on point. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, it's a uh, it's a competition. It's a game. Yeah, it is. And yet, you don't want to come off too strong. Right. For for reasons, yeah. Well, good luck. Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate it. Yeah. And have fun. Yeah, I think that's what it has to come down to. Yeah. Smile, have Politics, fun. Politics, we need to have more fun. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I agree. Maybe when you do that, you're also kind of showing your true self. I also, yeah, and I also think when politics gets, well, politics has always been serious. And Well, it's always si serious on the, one of level. Of course, the work yeah. is serious. But the seriousness of the perception of it all and, like, what goes around around it, I think really, one, turns people off and it doesn't seem accessible to the everyday person. Yeah. Right? Um, so I try to be a little more open. And, and well, yeah, being a city council member, though, you're... And we talked about that. You know, yeah. you go down and get your milk. Right, right, say, right, 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 Raphael, right. what about the garbage? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> or whatever. Exactly. That's exactly what happens. My tendency is to want to talk to one of the people on the train, but no one is looking. You see? You're scared, too. No, I'm not scared. No, I'm really not. <laughs> I, I've gotten over that doing this enough. Yeah. If someone doesn't want to talk to you, they just say no. Right. Yes. Okay. I don't like the no part. It scares me. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? You, to get, it, get, it, you get it enough, I, I, I know where you're coming from. Yeah. But I think it's just saying, okay, that made me feel bad. Next. Yeah. <laughs> But it's nothing to do with you. I put no, I put a lot of thought behind what I do. So when people tell me no, yeah, well that really, makes you a good guy. I really wanted to, you know, go out, you know, or I really yeah. wanted to, you know, whatever. Yeah, and, and, and yeah. Or I really wanted to talk to you about my policy. Right. Right. Why don't you but, like but, me? but I don't want to. Why don't you like me? <laughs> I just met you. You know, it's like when you go to a bar and the bartender's like. Stand off and say, what did I do? You know. Like, yeah, we were at a bar last night, and it was too. a really great place. And I said, you know, we do podcasts, and he went, oh. And you're you like, a good cocktail, on. but <laughs> you wouldn't talk. You're like, come on, you come know. on, come on. I really wanted to talk. <laughs> you're here. I'm here. Becky's here. She's pretty, right? <laughs> That's funny. Dude, no one's looking. I can't get anybody's eye. So Lorraine, you're going in. You have a ticket. Yeah. Oh, okay. You're okay. Yeah. I knew I would have. I my tickets this morning. It was sold out. Then I tried to get them in, and it's all made up. Feel terrible. See, they told me no. I felt bad. So is it? Well, clearly it's going to be recorded. So, <laughs> yeah, you feel bad, right? <laughs> Got to get over that. It's too too many ways to feel bad. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't feel too bad. That's just true. <laughs> <laughs> a little bad. I felt bad for my friends who wanted to be there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, they're supporting you. You know, it's, it's funny because I have so many events. I invite everyone. They don't come. 
Then you have Alana Glazer do something. They all want to be there. And they can't go. <laughs> I actually might have some friends from college there tonight. Oh, from, uh, from Queens? Yeah. Wow. But they're coming because of Alana Glazer, not really because of me. You know? Eh, you don't know that. <laughs> you don't know that. They want to see Raphael kind of interact with her. <laughs> That's what it is. So why isn't Robin here? Huh? Why isn't Robin here? Yeah, I think he might be there. Oh, okay. The nightlife. I was like, I keep hearing from every single bar owner about how these places, how they can't do business here. And I keep, and I keep seeing my favorite music venues and the artists in them get pushed out. What is the city doing? You know? yeah. And there was nothing they were doing. Yeah. And this city is great for bars. This is, a, this is a city of bars. It's absolutely, we were in D.C. doing some, doing some work. D.C. just passed legislation for a nightmare. They, well, mod they modeled my legislation. But they need to get some more bars there. Hey guys, these are the draft beers, 1 to 12. Oh. Draft beers, 1 to 12. You found something you like? Yeah, there's an IPA there. I'll, I'll, do, I'll try that. In the back? Uh, where is it? Uh, I just saw it. I'm not wearing my glasses. In, Interborough okay. Intoxicated Demons. Demons. That's 10%. Oh, so you don't want, it's like, you don't it's want like that. A, it's like a double IPA. No. No. Yeah, don't do that one. <laughs> Here's another one. Yeah, the Fistful of Fury. There you go. There you go. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna get. I'll, 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 I'm not performing tonight, so. No, you go for the double IPA. Man. I just have to get home. So, I had the bill, right? And then yeah. I knew I wanted to repeal the cabaret dancing law, and that seemed more feasible. So, but the city was still pushing back. They were like, "We can't." And that do law that. has been on for 91 books. years. And the city was like, backroom deals, right? Backroom conversations. No, this is ridiculous. The community boards are gonna come after us. This is not, this is, you're, you're gonna open up Pandora's box. We've kept it on for a reason. I'm like, well, the reason has to end now. And well, whatever the reason was, it doesn't apply anymore. No, they did it because of perception. They want to make sure community boards felt like they have power. Over you think that's, what, that's it what it was? You know, who votes? Is it the 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 is it the the young person at the bar who's 21, 25 years old, or, or is it the person living in the apartment who's complaining about it? Yeah. You know? And yeah. that was the thing. And in my mind, I'm like, who cares? This is New York City. We got we got to save the city. <laughs> we got to save nightlife. Of course, when, when, when you become the advocate, you're going to be for both the young people in the bar. Of course. And the guy and the person who's in the apartment. Yeah, definitely. Who's getting a loud noise. Yeah. And and some you're gonna to have to find something. Uh, so this, 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 this is what happened. I was like, they're like, no way, this is crazy. I said, wait, but I have a great idea that can supplement this cabaret law repeal. Like what? A nightmare. There you go. And I brought the other bill. Right. They're like, what's a nightmare? I said, it's a manager of the night. Like, their job is to deal with the complaints. It's kind of like the nightmare is an advocate for that particular kind of population. Right. It's, it's for nightmare. Right. Right. And looking out for them. Because she makes recommendations yeah. for the, so the city mayor, council, the, the mayor. Council. And it's like, the idea is, and so that my spiel was, Nightlife cannot survive if, if communities are not happy with them. And, and community and, and we need to have communities on our side in order for nightlife to thrive. There you go. So let's have a manager that's going to figure out how do we create this ecosystem. And pretty much she's out there listening. She's out there listening right now, yeah. Yeah. So it's good. It's well, we, good. we want to get Ariel onto, onto yeah, you should. bar crawl. I could help with that. Well, I, I'll keep pushing. Yeah. I'll keep pushing for Oh, there's Frankie. Huh? <laughs> Fun fact, Frank Sinatra actually boycotted playing in New York City because of the cabaret law and they were arresting the Harlem jazz singers and all right. that stuff. Because you had to get a license or something. Right, you needed, a, you needed a cabaret card to perform. And, and he refused to sing here. Yeah, yeah, that. yeah. 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 How are other things with you? It's good. It's it's good. I you know I'm a professor, so I just started my classes today. Oh really? Where do you teach? I teach John Jay. Nice, yeah. Uh, and I teach two film classes. Ooh. One one is really one's just intro to film. Yeah. The other one is murder on stage and screen. Really? So we we do theater and film 
that has murder in it nice. and discuss different <laughs> different approaches to murder. It's a lot of fun. Can we get the check? Ready for check? Yeah. Yeah. If you gotta go, I'll 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 take care of this. I got, I got, I got you, man. I got you. You okay. always get you always get us. When I get you, you right. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Oh, oh. It's good. You want to taste it? No. It tastes lighter than mine. <laughs> it's very light, but it's they, an IPA. I hope they gave me though. It doesn't always matter the like, ABV versus how heavy or light it is. Yeah, because they look exactly the same, don't they? Like the taste is heavier. Tell Gephardt to get that. <laughs> you ever meet Matt? Matt Gephardt? No. He's a, he's a cool guy. Really? Yeah. He owns uh, that Gephardt's and another one in Midtown. Okay. Um, uh, maybe about your age. So what's another um, horror movie? Or not horror? Uh, mur murder film. Yeah. Um, well, my the last film I show is uh, Dead Man Walking. Ooh, that's uh, a cool the one. Robbins film. Yeah. Uh, and um, Susan Sarandon and um, oh, what's Dead Man Walking? Dead Man Walking. It's about it's about capital punishment. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. Yeah. About a movie like Seven. Yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah. You you have some suggestions. I'm more than willing I to. I think so. I mean I remember, I remember Seven being that movie that got me into film at a young age. Not that it, there was anything amazing or great about it, but it, I think it was just the build. I was young, you know, and I saw it. I was like, wow. Seven. Yeah. It's, huh. it's with Brad Pitt, Morgan Freeman, um, Gwyneth Paltrow. So a real and, commercial film. Yeah. Michael, what's his name? Uh, Kevin Spacey is like is like uh, this weirdo. I hope around. Kevin Spacey works again. Yeah. He's going through this uh, morality yeah, thing at this point. It's interesting. I was just talking today about how there are pivotal films that pull you in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, it was Leclis by Michelangelo Antonioni. Yeah, I know. Yeah. You know? I mean, yeah, I would say for me, the move, the film that made me think I could actually do it was um, Wrecking for a Dream. Darren Aronofsky. Have you seen it? I don't remember oh, seeing it's it. Yeah. Really, it's really good. Who directed it? Uh, Darren Aronofsky. Or Aronofsky, the guy you like. And yeah. He's from Brooklyn. Yeah. So it's like, well, this Brooklyn guy made this amazing movie and it's actually impacting. I was like 15. Oh my God. I was like, I could do this. Right. Yeah. The only Aronofsky really that, that I remember, I mean, just is, is the, uh, oh, you got to giving him five minutes? Oh, no. I was, <laughs> I was like, okay. I was like, she's getting really ten. professional. <laughs> yeah. It's like a panel. That's what they do tonight. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, good luck tonight. Thank you. Have fun. Yeah, that's what it has to come down to. You know. You know what it is that well, the, one of the opponents, she's going to try to throw a lot of dirt at me. So have you thought so, about that? Have you thought about... Yeah, I've been practicing for it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, you have these candidates who run and they're like, we hate elected officials. But it's like, you're running to become an elected official. You know, you're going to be in my seat in, in five years if you win. You know, like, <laughs> what's the difference? Like, just because you're not in it, you know? Exactly. You trash me. <laughs> I, think I got lucky I got in it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And you, you, had, you had someone that helped you get yeah, in it. Yeah, exactly. You had a mentor. Now it's something I, I didn't practice my entire life. I never thought I'd be in politics. Who plots their life? <laughs> Who, I mean, it's got to be boring if you plot it. Right, right, right. But the shutdown, I think, showed people, even those who are against government, that there's a, a reason why we have government. Right, right. You know? Exactly. I mean, if it had gone on for another week, yeah. the, the flights would have stopped. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's, what just, was, just that's that. where it was headed. That's where it was headed. Yeah. LaGuardia, I think LaGuardia saved us all. LaGuardia Airport. Yeah. yeah. The workers are calling out. Yeah. So you know, it's like the the, the, the anti-government people. It's yeah. There's a place for it. You know. There is. I mean, I understand the anger, the frustration, but like I'm in it to do this too. I'm in it for the same reason you're trying to get it. You know, like let's support each other. You know. Yeah. Get a check. Let's support each other. Let's yeah. figure out how we can work together. And you know, this person it was a person who I respected, and I actually approached her and I asked her for her support and endorsement before I ran. But I think I tipped her off that it was happening that she saw this opportunity for her to run. Uh -huh. And then like a month later, she sees me, I'm so sorry, but I've been thinking about it, I want to do this. And I'm like, come on. Like, I came to you to hopefully have you support me. Yeah. And now you're on stage just taking shots and, at and me. And you're, you're, you're ragging on me. Yeah. yeah. Like, 
Raphael, just realize it has nothing to do with whether she likes you or not. It does. I've learned in this process that everyone, you know, in political in politics, everyone in politics who you think is your friend, they're your friends, but their self-interest are more important than your friendship, you know? It's like, buddy, I need your endorsement, man. Come on, I need your, I need your endorsement, buddy. Ah, you know, I just don't know because this guy's running. I want him to win because if he wins, then I can run my friend for his seat and then if my friend will see, then, you know. I'm like, you don't care about the city, though? Like, this is about the city. You're caring more about, like, your local po- I guess all policies are local, you know? You're going to have this recording. Yeah, that's fine. In I, 10 I years, in 20 years. I hope you're as forthcoming <laughs> and real Thank as you. you are sitting here right now. Thank you, I appreciate that. No, I think it's something, you know, because I can see where politics can make you kind of mm-hmm. hard. It does make you hard. You're not, you're not hard now. I try not to be, that's a thing. You know, it, it does. I mean, you have to look at the thing is you, you start seeing a lot of interests, even from community leaders or nonprofits. There's a lot of interests between everyone has their own way of trying to influence the process or try to gain power through it. And instead of saying, we're going to work with you for the greater good, it's like, I'm going to work with you to see how much I can, how much power I can get out of the, out of the conversation. And it's just like, come on, you know, like. Why? Yeah, but power is uh, enticing. It is. I've never really had power, nor ever wanted it, mm-hmm. but it can really um, attract you to the dark side. Uh, and, to yeah. the, you know, the, you know, Star it's Wars. The classic the dark Star Wars side. story, right? Right. <laughs> it's the classic Star Wars story. I think it's, there's a lot of truth to it. How fast do you want power? How fast do you want power? Right, it's and like what you'll do to get power? The Anakin story of like. And then wait hang. your turn. Wait your turn. No, I'm not waiting my turn. I want to yeah. do what I can to. <laughs> you know your films. I love I love Star Wars. <laughs> I grew up like obsessed with them. No, I was a filmmaker. College. Well, I know, I, we were screenwriting. I, know I, was, we talked I, was, about that. I was filming films with my friends since I was eight years old. Wow. And then I you ever look, go back and look at them? I wish I could find them. Yeah. I find some of them, but I can't. Uh, they weren't 16 mil. They were like. No, I was video set. Yeah. We're trying to do all the tricks. Let's put the camera in the fridge. So when you open the fridge, you know, it's a nice shot of like your face open. Your face with all the steam <laughs> yeah, coming yeah, out. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. The kids aren't as practical these days. They are. Yeah. Yeah. So much easy editing. Everything's disposable. Yeah. And your iPhone in your hand, you can make anything. Editing is not easy not. with an iPhone or anything. Oh, editing yeah. is hard. Yeah. I just edit audio. Yeah. It takes me forever. That's hard. Yeah. Like this thing we're doing now, I'm just gonna put it out. Yeah. You know, if there's anything that you said you want me to cut out, just let no, me know. No, I don't think. I, it was cool. This was cool. I'm, 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 I'm glad you let me tag along with no, you. No, I'm, I'm glad I saw you there. Yeah. Cool. How's the Upper West Side doing? Upper West Side is. What are the big issues you think? As you walk through, you when you walk the streets, you're All like, right, oh. right. I mean, the first thing that comes to my mind, I'm in a rent-stabilized building that's owned by Stellar. Okay. That, uh, which is a big, you know, realtor, and they're into turning buildings into profit. And um, you know, the people that are rent-stabilized, the artists, and I, we have an organization called the Hotel Windermere Tenants Alliance. Linda, Linda uh, uh, Rosenthal, she knows about it. Helen knows about it. Uh, and we we are constantly fighting them yeah. for just for existence, you know, because they keep wanting to. They want to get rid of us because we don't we're yeah, not yeah. we're not we don't make big profits. But but the people that I know in the Hotel Windermere Tenants Alliance, we've been there for 40 years, 35 years. We raised our children there. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like we were we were there when the building wasn't so great, right. and now they want to get rid of us. We can't go up on the roof. Wow. We're not allowed to go on the roof. Wow. Only, only, Everyone else is. And well, all of the high-paying, you know. It's kind of here. They're trying to make you feel like you're not part of the building. Well, Hopefully they're giving a perk to these people, but, you know, we, we can't go. Yeah. Yeah. Helen Rosenthal, though, is a huge advocate for those rent stand by departments. Helen is great. Yeah. Helen is great. That's all she talks I about. like Linda, too. I hear they don't like each other. But. I know, because they have the same last name. Yeah. Oh, is that it? <laughs> Who's the bigger Rosenthal? <laughs> I like them both, you know? <laughs> Who's the bigger Rosenthal? <laughs> I think that's what it comes down to. When we left the bar, it was not at all clear that I would be allowed into the Glazer show, 
as it was totally sold out. But when we arrived at the green space, I stuck close to Raphael. Okay. Backstage at the green space is a hallway with a few small rooms and some bike racks. The video mixer is one guy. The sound editor is one guy. It's a very small production crew. While waiting to go on, it seemed clear to me that this young politician was nervous. We talked a bit. He took a selfie together. I never saw it on his Instagram page. It's kind of disappointing. And then he was on. Make sure you get the drums in control. Get the guitar and bass. Making sure the sound sounds right. You know, that's what I thought. All right, cool. Glad. How are you feeling right now? Um, I'm feeling great. Um, you seem pumped. I'm pumped. You know, I'm ready. You do. Um, you look pumped. Yeah, I mean, it's exciting, I think, uh, to be backstage. Uh, in the green space. In the green this space. This is cool. With a, with a huge pop personality that's going to question us and talk about the race. You know, it's kind of great to see uh, someone uh, with that much reach to be interested in what's happening here in New York City and to be able to understand the impact it's going to have for low, young people. Raphael, you're cool. <laughs> Thank you. I know that's an old term. <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah, rocket. Rocket, Thank man. You, man. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. yeah. It's good. It's good. It's oh, good. We'll see. Oh, you it's look great. so excited. It's great it's to like... have, no, it's good to have your whole team behind you, like kind of supporting you. Yeah. It's just great. The moral support is great. There yeah. he is. Yeah. See these guys. Robin's here. Robin's right. here. Yeah. Lloyd. Patrick. And I have to photograph this. This is like. There you go. There <laughs> look you go. over, Lauren. Look you, over. You got to show all your friends who can't be here. There you go. Yeah, I got I to gotta post this. <laughs> My team. Well, I told Becky, I said. Look. I like that. Becky, I'm in the I'm green space. I'm trying to do this whole backstage thing, you know? Like, there you go. Who, who was it that got this gig? Oh, she reached out to us personally on social media. So she reached out to you in your campaign. And she was like, uh, hey, I'm Milana Glazer. We'll, uh, we'll love to have you on my show. If you don't know me, I'm this, this, and that person. I'm like, yeah. I know you. Yeah, I know you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wow. Did so, she reach out to the other candidates? Yeah, yeah. There's two of them. I know there's two of them, but, yeah. but not all of them, because you're like I'm 30 not, of I'm, them. I'm not, sure, I'm not sure how it all worked out, but I know she worked for Justin personally. My, oh, she reached out to you guys. Instagram. Yeah, so cool. That was, was kind of cool. Cool. It's funny. I'm like showing my girlfriend, showing my friend, that, oh, my God. You know? We never talked about your girlfriend. <laughs> Wow, that's a whole other show. That's a whole other show. We talk about relationships. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Relationships and nightlife. Yeah, my wife's an expert on it. <laughs> Me, I'm an amateur. <laughs> I don't think men ever become. I'm still learning. Yeah, yeah still they never. Learning. The women, they're professionals. Yeah, we're still learning. <laughs> still learning how to talk about it. <laughs> okay, all right, all right, all right. We can practice. We can practice. Can I ask you if you're married or? That's such an important thing. Yeah. yeah. That's a good, big question. Yeah. That's amazing. She called you directly. It was her on the phone. Messaged me. Her. Sent me a message directly, which was kind of cool. I didn't know that. I, I would assume like her publicist or her, yeah, you know, her program manager or someone did it. I'm talking to Robin Campbell, the communication officer for the Rafael Espinal campaign for New York City Public Advocate. So we're here at the Green Space. Um, is this a significant uh, coup for Rafael to get on this program? I think it's an important audience for him. Um, it's a young audience. It's very in tune with what's going on in New York and what the pro big problems are. What are these people going to vote? Yeah, I think so. I think these are people who are engaged in the big issues. They're not interested in politics as usual. They're not interested as bus in business as usual. Mm -hmm. They want bold new ideas. Right. What, what is the, it, as the communication officer, what is the message you want to make sure Raphael sends out? Um, I think that he's, you know, he, he gets it. He gets that New York's becoming a less livable city. It's a, it's a less affordable and harder place to, to make a life. Um, and that he's got the ideas to, to fix that. Right, right. Um, he's, he's coming up against two other city advocate candidates. Tonight, yeah. yeah. Right. Um, and I hear from what I spoke with, Raphael, they're not going to be easy on him. Have you prepared him for that? Yeah, I think we are always ready for a robust discussion, and that's important, right? It's democracy. Right. I like that, robust discussion. 
Okay, thank, thank you, Robin. Great, thank you. Yeah, voting is pretty cool, huh? Uh, somebody thinks it's important, I love that. Um, so this election that's coming up, you know, it's like, who cares, or whatever, but there's, and then there's only three to 6% voter turnout in New York City for the public advocate um, race. That's mortifying, that's embarrassing, that's so low, and this is a position, it's set up to potentially succeed, you know? It, it's set up that it, such that it could be important. Um, so there's 22 people on the ballot. What is this? Uh, you know what I mean? Like I'm like, what is this race? We have seven um, guests total between tonight and tomorrow night. Um, tonight you'll meet three of them. Um, this is not like, I'm not like, win us over, debate for us. You know what I mean? I'm just like, again, what is the position? Like I need like some basics and I just wanted all of us to get the chance to just meet um, some of the stars of the race. Um, so we will, uh, I, I gotta admit to you, I don't know when the election is. We'll ask them, we'll ask them. Um, but I really implore you to bring a fucking friend and really be aggressive to your boss. Be like, I have to come in late. You know what I mean? I'm voting, you know, bitch, at your boss or whatever. Um, Cause it's your right. So, um, okay, let's bring up um, the three candidates. Tonight, you will meet Don Smalls, finally Rafael Espinal, running on the livable city. He's a Brooklyn city councilman. Give it up for these candidates. And Rafael, how'd you get to this seat? How'd you get into this uh, By accident, actually. I was a film major in college, uh, but I grew up in East New York, Brooklyn, probably one of the most disinvested neighborhoods in the city. Um, and, you know, I lived with survivor's guilt. You know, how did I get out of one of the most dangerous neighborhoods? and be able to go to college, graduate. Um, and I felt I had a responsibility to really uh, get involved in the political process uh, and be able to give back to my community by fighting city and state government. Uh, I would say I've been successful in doing that. I got over $300 million uh, to rebuild a community that has suffered through decades of disinvestment, uh, unemployment, um, crumbling infrastructure. Uh, and I've passed a lot of great legislation to move the city forward. You know, I made dancing legal in New York City uh, with the, the repeal of the cabaret law. Uh, I, I'm the guy fighting pla the plastic straws uh, and single-use plastics oh, here wow. in New York. Um, I also require for all bathrooms, all gender bathrooms, to have diaper change stations to create gender poverty wow. across the board. Incredible. Um, and I see the public advocate position as, a, as an opportunity to kind of elevate uh, the work I've been doing, but also be able to go to different communities, talk to different people, and use the power of the people to hold the mayor accountable and pass legislation to move the city forward. It's getting harder and harder to live here. We're being squeezed out or we're deciding to pack up and leave. I've seen a lot of my friends go to Texas, go to Pittsburgh, go to California, because it's much more livable there. Mm -hmm. And I, th I think it's time that we have someone who understands the impact of the increased cost of living, uh, the impact of only luxury housing being built in communities, and how can we make sure that New York City continues being the iconic place that it's always been? And I think we do that by protecting its diversity. And we need someone who, who as a true New Yorker, understands the importance of that value and making sure we make that happen. Love it. Thank you. Thank you for running. How long have you been in city council? Five years now. Five gotcha. years. I ran for office at the age of 26, 27. Wow. I was the youngest member of the state assembly. I'm extremely lucky, extremely privileged. Uh, but I did it because I wanted to see government work for the people. And how long is a city council term? Two four-year terms. Yeah, and that's it. So I have three years left. Gotcha. Um, I've grown a huge passion for the job to legislate. Uh, I think I see this as an opportunity to continue that work. What happens if you get public advocate? You don't continue city council? No, I, keep, I stay as a city council member for another three years. And public advocate at the same time? No, no, no. If you win the public advocacy, you actually become the public advocate. Yeah, yeah. And you let go of the city council right, position. Right, right, right. Yeah. Cool. I was like, that's not going to work out time-wise. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, okay, so again, like, I'm just asking, like, how this position works. You know what I mean? Um, for all of The public words. advocate, what does it look like for the public advocate to get into the real estate lobby? How, you know, how? Oh, well, I, I would say, one, you do have the power to legislate, right? So you can uh, push for... Know, more local actions here in the city uh, to make sure people rent stabilized apartments are not being harassed, uh, making sure the city budget every year includes funding for legal support for those who uh, are, are being 
uh, pushed out of their apartments. Uh, but you also, you know, you are the public advocate, so you should travel to Albany where the real action happens, where the real laws that really dictate uh, how much rent you're going to pay in your next year are happening. So you're going to have someone who's going to take the train, go up there, push the governor, push the state legislator, nature, to make sure that, that rent reforms are reflecting the reforms we need here in New York. Right. So like we have like make fanfare. What does it look like to call it out? Like going to the press, posting about it. You know, I just what I mean? start dancing in the street. Hey. <laughs> it's legal now. It's legal. You can do that. Right. Exactly. Thank you, Thank Raphael. You. Dancing, <laughs> fucking footloose. What's going on? Um, yeah. We're seeing a lot of our favorite small businesses close down. We're seeing a lot of our favorite music venues close down, and it's because of real estate greed. And everyone wants to make a buck. And what they're putting uh, at risk is the city's culture, the city's vibrancy. We have a TD Bank across the street that probably used to be one of the coolest bars in the area. Uh, and that's the things we have to think about. You know, how, how do we stop real estate from destroying the culture of our communities and hold them accountable, making sure that they're actually making real investments that's going to keep New York City vibrant and alive? Damn. Damn, right? <laughs> um, Wow, this shit is like illuminating. What 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 has been great? The silver lining over the past two years is that people are are becoming more engaged, right? Uh, and we're noticing how important local government is. I think this is a real opportunity for us to be able to vote for a public advocate as and start shaping the conversation for the next two years. The next two years, there'll be the mayoral election. You know, if we're able to vote for someone who reflects our values, we send a signal to city hall saying this is the way we want city government to start moving. That's right. Bless you. God bless. <laughs> well, um, thank you three so much for, for coming. Thank you so much for running. Thank you for running. Thank you. Thank you. It does not look easy. It does not look relaxing. Um, thank you so much. On February 26th, we will all be voting and bringing a friend. Um, thank you so much, and thank you all. Thank you. Hot off the presses. How did that go, Robin? I think it went really well. I think it really did. Mm -hmm. What was the best point he made? Oh, that's a hard one. I was I was really pleased that he managed to uh, finish with a message of hope and a message of sending a message about you know what New York wants going forward. Yeah. That's his last word. Right. That's important. The last word is always really important. I I, I found his uh, messages were very content oriented. Um, they were very, and he was the only one that got an applause. I think that speaks to the fact that he's got a record and he's got a plan. Yeah. Um, you know, as a city councillor, he's achieved a lot and he's also got the next things he wants to achieve so he can talk about what he's achieved and also what he wants to achieve. Yeah. He was saying to us the other day he wants to be out there more talking to people, you know, at the subway stops, and, you know, one-on-one, -on -one, face to face because that's a really great way to connect with people and talk. I, I, I rode with him mm -hmm. on the subway here from the Alliance mm -hmm. and that's just what he was talking about. Yeah. Right. But he said he was shy. I don't think he's that shy. Yeah. No? All right. I mean, he's done this. He's campaigned before, right? You know? No, he seemed quite natural up there on the stage. Yeah. 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 So the, so, so it's, it's following the show, and now he's, he's being mobbed. People are talking to him. Yeah, he's, he's, yeah, he's got a crowd of people back, um, back he's in the, the audience. auditorium. People him. from the audience, yeah, just coming up to shake his hand, say hello. Wow. Yeah. And right. I mean, a lot of them already follow him on Instagram or you know, something. Where, where, where does the cam campaign go from here? Um, well, we've got sort of three and a half weeks to go. So right. uh, it's all down to the nitty gritty now where um, we're seeing the media presence increase okay. um, as we get into this final uh, stretch. We're seeing our ground campaign really span out. We're knocking a lot of doors right across the city. Um, yeah, and the fundraising is picking up too. We've got Good. the final. Well, we just, Farquhar Radio sent in a $10 contribution. Right, oh, appreciate it. Thank so you very much. We're not an unbiased news report. And of course, <laughs> under the New York City um, donation matching rules, you yeah. know, the, the small dollar donations get bumped up to count for a little bit more. Okay. I, I think that's really good for democracy. It was a small right? donation. Yeah, well, no, that's great. Um, so your $10 counts for $90. Get out. No, that's right. Eight to one. Eight to one match. All right. Um, Yay, New York City that's voting. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, that's because wonderful. I really think that small dollar donations should count. You know, the next big, next really big um, public event is the New York One debate on on Wednesday the sixth of February. Um, that, and you, that, and, that's a really and you're getting them ready for that. Yeah, yeah. What, what 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 do you think is going to be the hardest part of that debate? 
I mean, it's going to be it's going to be everyone's going to be there, right? I actually just think that, yeah, it will be everyone so there. So there'll be 22 people on the stage? Well, we're down to 17 now, I think. Oh. Board of Elections met today. Um, put a few people off the Still ballot. Still a pretty long ballot. Still, yeah. So I think one of the challenges there will be just getting the time, getting the cut through. When you've got 17 candidates, you know, uh, many of them are very credible, very experienced, very... Um, you know, good candidates, and if, if Raphael wasn't running. So you're thinking now about getting him ready for that? Yeah. We're and what do you do to help him get ready for that? I think we need to think about what the big issues are, what the big themes are that really matter to New Yorkers. Sometimes these debates get sidetracked into beltway issues. What were the issues that resonated tonight? I think the subway is a perennial issue, right? Um, I think actually just the cost of living in New York. Um, and you saw all the candidates talking about, you know, how they would make make living here more affordable. What about the green issue? I think that's one of Raphael's key points of difference. I think it's a big he, strength. He's a real leader on on green issues. He's got the he's got the history um, of the the plastics um, uh, issues of solar green roofs, and that's actually what motivated me to come onto this campaign. I mean, I'm a yeah. I've worked in environmental politics for a long time, and that's that's what brought me on board. And what about the nightlife issue? He didn't really uh, emphasize that very much tonight. I feel like he, he made a, um, he had a great one-liner about it's legal to dance in the streets. There you go, right? there you go, yeah. there you go. And <laughs> everyone seemed to know what he was referring to, which was great. Yeah, I think that's quite well known about him now. All right, yeah. thank you. You're Thanks, Robin. Quick, how are you feeling? I'm feeling great, man. I think I did really well. I think I, think I uh, did too. nailed the questions. I was relaxed, you know. Yeah, you seem cool. <laughs> Even there were there were moments where I was like, ah, I was like, all right, it's all right. It's yeah, okay. you didn't overburden. Yeah, I didn't, of... I didn't, so it was good. It good. Was good. It was fun. You look good. Yeah, thank you, man. I appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for those questions, but yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, but it was good. It was good. I think that we did well. I think we accomplished what we're trying to accomplish. Um, I try to be a little funny, you know. Not too much, but a little bit. You got some lines in there. You know, just good. one or two, you know. <laughs> well, that's it, yeah. But thanks, man. That's it for tonight. I think you should get a get some sleep. That's it. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, guys.